everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Hour. I'm Christy Brower, and I am here with my co-host, Katie Weaver. Hello. Going? It's going so good. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We're happy to be here. We love the Psychic Hour. This is a fun show. We always enjoy mm -hmm. having this live stream with all of you, just chatting a little bit about psychic stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice to take a break from true crime. I don't know about you guys, but my brain is broad this week on true crime. Yeah. It's nice to just talk about other stuff, I think. It is. It's a nice break because, yeah, it's been a hell of a week, hasn't it? Yeah. A hell, a hell of a couple of weeks, really. It has. In but, the, uh, boy, in the, in the crime, crime world. world. Whoo. Yeah. Well, it's been wild. in addition to uh, a gun at a school locally and a shooting locally and yeah, we've had Gabby Petito and locally. oh my God. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot. It has been wild. And not to mention the fact that it is the fall equinox. It was the fall equinox just a couple of days ago. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So something, uh, you know, we want to talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. Oh, GB says also in Canada election week. Ugh. Oh, GB. okay. Election week, also not fun. Mm, no, that's a hard ug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Kathy, Moonbeam, GB, RJ, and Kimberly. Yeah. Feel free to jump on into the chat if you want to join us. This is the Psychic Hour. You know, it's pretty casual around here. We generally start out with our favorite question on Thursdays, which is, what do yeah. you make for dinner or eat for dinner? Because we didn't all make it. Trust me, I didn't. Um, right. Yeah. Moonbeam says, I love autumn. It's my favorite season. Me too. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Very good time of year. So we had a wing stop delivered <laughs> for dinner because I was flying home from a football game. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I have not had dinner yet. But it's uh, in in uh, it's working. I I texted my husband. We were, <laughs> we were at our nephew Jack's football game, so I texted him and said, "Make dinner." He texted back, "I'm working." I texted back, "Work on making dinner." <laughs> <laughs> and he he did, but it's still on the stove. But I don't know what it is. There's the uh, you don't ask the chef, right? You just keep your trap shut and be glad they're making dinner. But oh. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's onions, garlic, carne asada, all stewing together on the stove. I don't mm -hmm. know. Looks like it's going to be amazing. Good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Then we had cookie dough ice cream. You go, Deb. Dude, <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Chris had a kind bar and a glass of wine. Not a bad pairing. Too. Yep. I'll be right over. Yep. Uh, uh, RJ McDonald's after 9 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, Kimberly, spicy shrimp. Yeah. And GB had one of those East Side Mario's meals. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. But good for you. I hope it was Is great. it Italian? It sort of sounds like it might be Italian food. Oh, maybe. Mm. Stephanie had a chicken cheese steak uh, yeah. with fried onions. Delivered. Yeah. Mm. My wings were delivered also. That's the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. For sure. Pizza's on the way. Lauren... I feel you. Oh, it is Italian. That sounds amazing. That does. 
Hey, yeah. Eliza. Eliza says, I just found your channel and wondered, do you do the kind of psychic readings that say like where you think someone is or if they're a missing person or how they died? Do you see the dead? We do do all of those things. Yes, but mm -hmm. we do not do them in current missing persons cases. It is unethical to read a case that is current without parents and family members, you know, request, mm -hmm. but we do read cold cases all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely that is work that we do, but we do have some pretty firm boundaries about what we do and when we do it. Mm -hmm. But welcome. It's nice to have you here. Yeah, very much, Eliza. Yeah. Kathy, ground turkey with veggies. Lauren, pizza is on the way. See, lots of people ordering. Right. Hey, JR. Oh, yeah. Kobe's Galaxy is finishing up some leftovers. Nice. Hi, Sheila. How long till a case is cold? Oh. Like, like for example, we did not read the Gabby case. We reported on it, but we didn't read it publicly. So, I mean, if this is a case that's a year or two old, we'll definitely read it. But if it's newer than that, yeah. we try to if stay it's in this way. year, if it's in 2021, we will not read it. And, no. and it's unresolved. No, we, we wait till the those old cold cases. That we do a lot of the old cold cases. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Corn beef Brian and cabbage. Brian Laundry is on the lamb. Brian is on the lamb. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yes. Melissa had corned beef and cabbage. I'll be right out, Melissa. Yes, right. I will. Nice. Yeah. Homemade oh. pizza. You guys are amazing. You're amazing. Mm -hmm. 1988. 1988. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, we read many newer than that. You guys might notice sometimes psychics getting kind of aggressive and gross about cases and a real uh with a real look at me vibe. And we just really try to avoid that. And just, uh, we, we want to be part of the solution. We want to be able to be a part of the conversation, but we don't ever want to be gross about it. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and if you're reading about someone else's loved one without their permission, it, it's not okay. Uh, no. yeah. Joy says all the doggies demanded sweaters tonight. They look so cute. Uh -huh. I you always guys. put sweaters on mine. Because they get cold, but they hate them. My little Rico, my little Chihuahua boy, my little brown one, he is paralyzed if you put a sweater on him. He can't walk. <laughs> so funny. He will literally just like lower himself carefully to the floor and just lay there for a while because he, he cannot walk if he's wearing a sweater. Yeah. However. I'm waiting for Amazon to come. They were supposed to be here today. They have not come yet, but I have made a purchase that I think we're all going to enjoy. Oh, no. What is it? Except for the pigs, they are not going to enjoy it. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm trying to decide if this will call for some double stick tape or how exactly to make this happen. Because I think your first application, you better make it right or it's not happening again. But I ordered these wigs. Oh, you did? Uh, the picture is not great. The picture is not great. Uh, you can kind of see that they are, they're wigs for dogs that I just think will be so damn funny on the pigs. I had to have them. I actually uh, yeah. wasted $8 on that, but <laughs> uh, that is going to be great. And we will all need pictures of that. It seems like it won't be a waste, you know? No, it is not going to be a waste at all. Yeah. That's going to be some very high quality entertainment is what that's going to be. I thought they should have come today. Sometimes UPS does not get here until like nine o'clock at night. It's wild, mm -hmm. but 
Anyway, so I was hoping to take pictures of them wearing their wigs this week, but next week for sure. Yeah. yeah. Are your pigs going to be the Beatles for Halloween? <laughs> right? <laughs> Good idea. In those wigs, they could pull it off. <laughs> they really could. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. What are my pigs' names? Uh, Fiona and Ziggy. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Wow. Well, you know, and that's interesting, Susie. She said her cat, Joey, is driving her nuts tonight. Uh, there has been, animals have been way off this week. And it's that new, that full moon energy, even though that was clear back on Monday, that just seems to still be kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> messing stuff up. But uh, we've had a lot of shenanigans around here this week. A lot. Oh, oh my have. gosh. A lot of we stuff have... going on in our community. Well, no, with my our animals. Oh, with our animals, yes. Mm -hmm. My everybody has been just needy, clingy, naughty, just kind of you know the whole gamut. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yesterday we had a comedy of errors that are the pigs aren't allowed out front because the fence the yard is not fenced out front. So of course they want to go out front, you know, where the grass has to be greener, and. Of I had the front door open. The pigs had been out back and I had the front door open and was just sitting on the steps while my little dogs were playing in the front yard. And Fiona muscled past me and then I was trying to stop her. So of course she bailed off the step in the process, knocked all of my Halloween decorations off of the steps. <laughs> and one of those things is a skull that's got cast out of aluminum. So she knocked that off the steps. It rolled down the stairs, across the rug, and hit my poor little old chihuahua that was having a nap there. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we had words. Oh, yeah. It, How naughty. And they're the kind of words that are the reasons our neighbors don't really associate with us. <laughs> mm, gotcha. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if your animals have been weird this week, it is, it's that full moon energy. It's just still kind of a... I'm kind of getting to us, but I do have a, I do have a show and tell. Oh, well, let's see it. I poured out of resin. It's a skull. Ooh, pretty. Isn't that pretty? So mm -hmm. she's got roses in her head and then gold flake. Anyway, I just, I'm so excited about it. That's really pretty. I like that. Yeah. I bought this mold a while back. I know a mold maker who... She has a macaw and her macaw got hurt and had to go to the vet and it was going to cost a billion dollars. And so she was unloading molds as fast as she could to pay for it. So I ordered mm -hmm. this whole mold. I'm so excited about it. Oh, really that's really well. neat. It was three pours to get. Yeah, that's very cool. To get it to look good. But <laughs> like yeah. and if you're asking about readings, we are going to be doing some readings in the second half of the show. We <laughs> wanted to talk a little bit about the fall equinox first. Um, so hold off on posting your questions until we say we're ready for them. If not, mm -hmm. we kind of lose them in yeah. the chat because it starts going by pretty quickly. Yeah, we don't want to neglect you, but that's the chat goes really fast. Yeah, it does, and we try to stay up on it. Um, oh, Kimberly's daughter's coming home from the hospital tomorrow. Okay, yay, good news. Good. Oh, is there a deeper meaning or just decorative? You know, in this case, this one is just decorative, though I am going to put it on my ancestor altar. I thought that was a good place for it. Had I put some crystals in it, it would have been a piece of organite. 
And mm. after I made it, I thought, you know, I really should have. I should have put a layer of crystals in it and I would have had an organized goal. The next yeah. one I pour, I will. But That's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about the fall equinox because we've had some pretty... <laughs> We've had some pretty unsettled energy and y'all are talking about feeling that, you know, things mm-hmm. seem a little off. They do. And, you know, the, the fall equinox to me is the wind down, the beginning of the wind down to winter. So mm-hmm. things start slowing down, you know, and of course we're talking in the Northern Hemisphere and I know some of you are in the Southern and so this might not exactly make sense to you, but if we're in the Northern Hemisphere, then we're, things are winding down as we're, you know, winter is such a slow period for us in a lot of ways and a very internal period uh, for us. And so I feel like we're kind of preparing for that. I don't know about you guys, but I have been working on my altar. I have been working on my like meditation space and crystals and, you know, preparing, you know, a better space for myself, for my own spirituality. I've been really feeling like kind of, you know, getting prepared to go within a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be a time when you feel like you want to prepare your house or your yard, mm-hmm. you know, your personal belongings or whatever. You know, it's almost time for us to winterize our van for the sun that we use in the summertime and you know it's all about that preparation for that sort of hibernation period that comes around for winter and so I do feel the energy getting slower Uh I feel tired right now Mm -hmm. like all of summer the running and rushing of summer is finally catching up with me Mm -hmm. and like I've got to recognize that okay you know it's okay to rest a little bit more I was just talking to somebody today about how a lot of people are experiencing that it's taking longer to recover from whatever you're experiencing like uh, if you're ill or if you've been through a, a struggle you know emotionally with somebody or something that's taking longer to recover Mm-hmm. And and I think that's just part of the energy slowing down as we're heading yeah. into fall and preparing for winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally agreed. And, you know, actually that uh, the Daily Dish today was uh, all about feeling introverted, which I thought was really relevant to how, you know, we're feeling right now. But uh, I'll read it to you guys. So if you don't know. I do have a, it's a little better. I do have a daily reading that I email out. If you haven't subscribed to it, I'll tell you how, but um, I send the daily dish out every day. So the daily dish today said, you may find yourself feeling quite introverted today. You have a lot on your mind, but you don't have much to say. A lot of noise and chaos will not suit you. Some decent time outside will be blissful for you. This is a fabulous time to work on creative projects, read and write. Try not to force yourself into uncomfortable situations that take you out of your comfort zone. Today is not the time for it. And that is how today felt for me, too. Mm -hmm. Just doing your own thing. Yeah. 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 Well, and like Erin said, you know, a lot of us are kind of looking more toward You know, if you like Halloween, getting your Halloween decorations out, you know, just sort of preparing for this shift that happens. For sure. Yeah. 
No. Welcome, uh, Loki. First time chatting. Nice to have you here. Yeah. Very nice to have you here. So what do you think, Katie? What What does the fall equinox mean to you? You know, as a medium, the fall equinox always gets me really excited about connecting to the other side, you know, which is not exclusive to this time of year for me, but it just is, there's just so much magic this time of year. And that's the thing that gets me so excited about this time of year. I think more than anything is just the, the psychic energy is so high. The magical energy is so high. And so this year I've been really studying my own uh, ancestry as far as spirituality is concerned, you know, because our spirituality has kind of been a mix you know, a mixed match of uh, how we were raised uh, and the, the pieces we took and the pieces that we left and, you know, new age thought and Reiki mm-hmm. and uh, you know, positive affirmations and, you know, just kind of a, a hodgepodge as it should be. Right. And a lot of Native American thought. And I always uh, like I really resonate with the Native American uh, pieces of Native American spirituality, but I also don't want to be appropriating, you know, I don't want to be gross about it, but there are things about Native American spirituality that feel like me. And, and I have a lot of Native American past lives. Don't get me wrong, but um, Mm -hmm. I've been looking this fall. My plan has really been working a little more looking at our heritage. And so our heritage Mm -hmm. is, Celtic, it's Scottish Irish Celt, uh, and kind of looking at the spirituality of, you know, kind of driving my own spirituality more towards my ancestors, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's where my thoughts have been, and I've been doing a little more reading and studying that way and some meditating that way. So that's what this equinox feels like for me is continuing to work on that path of of that magic, but it, yeah. magic. That's what it is for me. I like that a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot too. Thinking yeah. about how to connect better. You know, we we've, we've all we've done our DNA now, and so yeah, kind of have a clearer picture. Kind of some of the things we were told uh, growing up are not actually true mm. um, about our ancestry, and mm-hmm. and knowing we were always told that Pocahontas was our great, you know, many generations back grandmother. Mm-hmm. She married John Rolfe, and John Rolfe is our ancestor. Mm-hmm. We were always told that that was our heritage. That turns out is not true. Bogus, bonkers, no. No, and and it also, we were a little more like British, like German, British and German, and we're actually yeah. not. We're really more Scottish and Celt, which I actually, or, or Scottish and Irish and Celt, which I actually really love. Mm-hmm. That those places really resonate with me. Ireland and Scotland are two places I want to go so bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so looking at sort of the Celtic spirituality, I've been yeah. uh, I've been looking into it too because I agree. Like, hey, we know where we came from. We've got to kind of reconnect with that part of you know, yeah, of ourselves. I, that feels so good. Mm-hmm. We our ancestors were in England. Uh, during the time that Stonehenge was built, be still my heart. <laughs> but no I wonder, it's no wonder that certain things have resonated so much. But 
Anyway, really quick, if you would like to subscribe to The Daily Dish and get that daily email from me, daily reading in the morning, I'm putting a link in the chat rooms, but you can also just go to katie-weaver.com and there's a pop-up. And all you have to do with that pop-up is put your, uh, you know, your email address in. I will send you eight emails a week. I'll send you Luminous Magazine on Tuesdays, and then I'll send you the uh, the Daily Dish every day, and that's it. So love it. Yeah, awesome. Very helpful to read it and kind of go, oh yeah, that's exactly why I'm feeling this way today. Makes sense. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Just want to send lots of love to Mary. Sorry to hear that you're in the yeah. hospital. That is not fun. Yeah. Darn it, Mary. Everybody, um, please send some love to Mary in the chat. Those yeah. of you saying you liked and shared, we really appreciate it. We're not doing readings quite yet in the show. We will be here in a little bit. Once we are, feel free to post your question. Um, but wait till we say that we're doing it or we'll lose you in the chat. Yeah. Uh, Susie, I'm adopted. I should do my DNA. You know, Susie, you really should just to get a feel for like, where are you from? You know, where, what is your heritage? I, I don't know. There's something about it. Just knowing mm -hmm. some of it, you know, and I know, oh, Katie, they're saying the link doesn't work. It doesn't, it's too long It came for YouTube. So I'm putting it in bit.ly right now. Okay. I don't know why that link is that stupidly long, but. Yeah. Are we going to speak about Brian Laundry? Not tonight. This is the Psychic Hour. We don't really do um, true crime on this show. We have spoken about Brian Laundry a lot this week, and we did talk about him last night on the Wednesday night case updates. You might check that out. We'll, we've talked quite a bit about him and about the mm -hmm. whole situation there. And we'll um, be back to it next week for sure. Oh, for sure. We will. We just take a little break and kind of take the psychic side of things on this show. Kimberly says, Halloween and autumn are my favorite. It makes me feel in touch with my inner witch. Me too. See, I, yes. ab we absolutely feel as though we have past life experiences from that time period, Salem and all of that. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I know I was there, you know. <sighs> We learned that one of our ancestors was one of the judges. We surely did. We were horrified. Yes, we know they did put an arrest warrant out for Brian today. And that's that's good. It's a federal arrest warrant too, which is also a good thing. Gives the yeah. feds the right to look for him. Yeah. Uh, Mary says, Susie, my mother was adopted and did her DNA. So did I and my oldest. It's fascinating. It really is. It, it's very mm -hmm. helpful. Um, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I love doing it, Susie. Cool I really did. I just, yeah. And I know some people get nervous about, uh, you know, here's the thing about the government or whatnot, but the government cannot, uh, ascertain your DNA from ancestry or 23andMe without your permission. So you're, you're safer than you think if you're worried about that. There are laws uh, protecting that. There are places in which you can intentionally give your DNA if you want to. Mm -hmm. So which, that it can uh, be used in... From a true you know, crime standpoint, it's highly recommended because yeah. uh, this is how all of these old criminals are being tracked down right now is through familial DNA. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool thing. But I know some people feel nervous about it. I personally want to be able to help track down old cases. 
Yeah. If someone's somehow related to me and I can make a connection, heck yeah. Well, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, Joy, I deal with SAD, seasonal affective disorder, and fall is such a weird mix of things. I enjoy while having a hard time enjoying them. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is definitely a time of year that if you need your sun lamp, it's a good idea to get you one and, you know, make sure you're getting exposure to that kind of light to help. Mm -hmm. Kimberly says, my family has links to Salem during the trials. <coughs> I'm trying to find out <laughs> if we were on the right side. <laughs> I kind of think we were on both. Yeah. I, I hope you were on the right side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mary said she found several children not acknowledged by her brothers and male family members with the DNA. But there's a bunch of that. Yeah, that's the thing. You can always find out stuff you maybe didn't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Eliza, my sister and I are psychic. She's more empathetic, empathic, and I'm more psychic in remote viewing. We were tickled to find your channel. I love that, Eliza. That's so cool. Mm, we're so happy to have you here. And I know people always think it's really fun that we are really in real life sisters. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we actually have another sister and my wife who mm -hmm. were the original psychic sisters. There were four of us. So yeah. that's really yeah. cool, Eliza. I love that. Ah, GB, my family came over during an Irish potato famine. Yeah. Ah. See, I think we've got, you know, we've got those kind that kind of DNA too. Yeah. Interesting. It is. Yeah. Well, good stuff, you guys. Oh, Kobe's, yeah, Kobe's Galaxy. I missed the winter shift, left New England for Florida. Yeah, see, I've always wondered, like, I've never lived anywhere that didn't have four seasons. Yeah. And it would seem weird to me to not, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kimberly said she and her sister are the same way, and her name is Katie, too. Well, I mean, that's just the best name. So, yeah. Well, right. okay. <laughs> Oh, Aaron was both sides of the Civil War. Oh, my gosh. Wow, wow Aaron. Wow. You learned some interesting stuff with this DNA. Eliza, uh -huh. uh, my sisters and I were adopted out in different states, and I found them all, and now my sister and I live together. Oh, Eliza, I oh, love that. Man. That's beautiful. I'm so excited Yeah. Well, I do have a, what do we call it, an infographic? I do have a chart that I made for a luminous magazine this week uh, with some suggestions on ways to celebrate the fall equinox. So should we take a look? Yeah, let's do. I think because that's a I don't know idea. about you guys, but this time of year, I feel a real need for ritual. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I I'm should probably, be doing something. Yeah. For me, probably more than any other time of the year. Yes. Yeah. So setting up a fall altar. And we talked last week about the altars and, you know, doing some kind of a um, ancestor altar for this time of year, but a fall altar as well. And a fall altar could have other fall things on it, you know, or fall equinox things on it. That could be things from your harvest. It could be leaves. It could be pine cones. It could be anything, you know, that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. But a fall altar is kind of a fun way to uh, mark the season. Taking a nature walk, of course, uh, you know, this is this time of year is really important to connect to the earth and mm -hmm. get out in it. Have a bonfire or, you know, a tiny fire or whatever kind of fire you can. But mm -hmm. there is something really magical this time of year about sitting around the fire. Sure is. 
pick apples. Uh, apple magic is a big deal this time of year since they are coming on. And there's a lot of abundance to be had. Done and gone, unfortunately. Are they? We didn't really. Our, our trees are dormant this year. Uh, One of them put a put a handful on, and uh, the pigs are just the fastest. You know, as fast as they fall, the pigs are eating them. But that's fine. But <laughs> but yes, apple magic. I didn't just look apple magic up if you're interested. There's lots of things you can do with apples. Mm -hmm. Reflect on gratitude because this is uh, this turn of the wheel. Uh, actually marks the ending of the year for some cultures. This is a time of gratitude, uh, partly because it re re represents the harvest. Mm -hmm. And so harvesting your gratitude. So, you know, gratitude is a feeling, it's an emotion, but you can create an action of gratitude by expressing it. And right. so gratitude can be expressed, you know, sometimes, you know, in a written or a spoken way for people that you feel like you want to thank for their, you know, uh, contributions in your life. But gratitude also sometimes is just really reflecting on. And this year, I hope that you guys have some gratitude for yourselves, too, because it's been a very hard year for so many people. And, you know, you persevered and you pushed and you got through and here you are and you deserve some credit for that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then make a besom for your front door that's the witch's broom you guys you've seen the witch's broom you've heard about the witch's broom yeah. well the reason that brooms were hung on the front door was to sweep away the bad energy from people as they came in the house yeah so you can make a broom or you can buy one i used to always make one now i have one that is purchased but yeah, <laughs> the kind that smells like cinnamon, you know. That's... Yeah. But uh, you hang it on your front door upside down. So you want bristles up. And you can make one out of grasses or straw or, you know, whatever you can pick, you know, to, to lash something together. But putting a broom on your front door is an awesome way this fall to uh, celebrate the year, you know, the time of the witch and also, uh, you know, be a little witchy yourself. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, attend to drum circle, mm -hmm. because as the harvest is uh, coming in and things are dying, we're rebirthing in a sense. And so we want to raise up the uh, frequency, including your own. And so go to a drum circle or have a drum circle or at least pound your own drum. Uh, one of my clients told me that she found some drum circles on YouTube that she could just drum along to. If you don't have, you know, such things in your area that uh, mm -hmm. she's just been uh, getting her drum out and just pounding along to, you know, a group like that. So that's a thought. That's the a other cool thing idea. with your drum, if you guys have a drum, if you don't have a drum, why don't you have a drum? But <laughs> if you have a drum, you can also just play whatever music, you know, that resonates with you and drum along to it. Mm -hmm. But drumming is a really powerful way to clear out your energy body raise your frequency. And if you're setting intentions, you know, for that drum, it's a great way to send energy as well. So yeah. those are my thoughts on celebrating the fall equinox. Love it. Uh, yeah. Kobe's Galaxy wants to know uh, why um, bristles up for the broom, for the besom. I don't know, except for that the theory is that bristles up sweep away your energy as you come in the house. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's just what I've always been taught is that the bristles are supposed to be up. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Also pumpkin spice. Right. But seriously, our diets change with the seasons too. And they, and they do. And, you know, I don't know about you all, but pumpkin spice is really part of our family culture. Those spices were always used in holiday and winter cooking all growing up for us. Mm -hmm. So that smell and that taste, you know, signals fall to me that, you know, know, grandma was going to make her spice cake and there was going to be apple pie and, you know, there were going to be foods made with those spices. Mm -hmm. Well, but on all of those spices have... They all have a magic. Wow. I just feel like I'm all over myself tonight. They all have a magical connotation too. Right. Aren't they all protective? They're all, they all have protective properties. Yeah. I have an infographic. (laughs) Trying to find it as we speak. I should have pulled it up earlier Uh, (laughs) so that we could talk about it. Yeah. Because uh, there is a lot of magic wrapped up in, uh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline in the herbs well yeah like cinnamon you know cinnamon creates fire in you creates a passion in you but cinnamon can also be protective yes oh let's see i think i found it oh good there we go okay (laughs) i'm a big fan of the infographic as you can tell yes Uh, very helpful i also have a nice little infographic about the uh, crystals to connect with the autumn equinox look at that too nice (laughs) look at my little library all right Mm -hmm. so cinnamon uh helps with clairvoyance consecration divination energy good luck love money passion peace prosperity protection psychic development and success nice and gb says just don't do the cinnamon challenge correct do not do the cinnamon challenge (laughs) 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 and also don't ever touch cinnamon oil and put your finger in your eye don't because i have and it hurts yeah listen to this in appalachia the broom is to distract negative spirits they get caught counting the bristles before they can enter oh i love that's awesome i love that yeah so nutmeg and nutmeg is a super psychic oil and a super psychic herb and you know some people have been known to smoke nutmeg don't do that you will just feel so terrible afterwards it's not a good thing Mm -hmm. but do eat nutmeg do diffuse nutmeg Uh, nutmeg is good for prosperity good luck psychic awareness fortune clairvoyance divination justice and meditation you can put a drop, one drop, don't go crazy, you will be so sorry, but one drop of nutmeg oil right on your third eye before you meditate, and it will help you with astral travel, with uh, clairvoyance. Yeah, it's awesome. Nutmeg's but it is special. definitely a use in moderation essential oil. <laughs> Do not go overboard with it. Yep. 
And then there's allspice. Allspice is so special. Allspice is only grown in Jamaica. It's the only place. And it attracts money, luck, healing, compassion, determination, energy, fertility, gain, love, renewal, and as an aphrodisiac. Mm. So go crazy with allspice is what I'm saying. <laughs> or moderation in all things, you know. <laughs> and then cloves. Cloves are super protective for protection, for banishing, for hostility and negative forces, and for gaining what is sought. So cloves are good to help you if you're looking for something that's lost to uh, diffuse cloves or to cook. You can take all of these and just put them in a little uh, water and simmer them on the stove for a similar Ooh. effect. Mm-hmm. But cloves in a spell or in a spell bag if you need protection, but also if you're trying to find a lost thing, cloves are helpful. And ginger. Ginger enhances magical work. So ginger is one of those herbs or spices that you can add to something else that you're doing to just help give it a boost. Rosemary does the same thing, by the way, mm. but it's not a pumpkin spice herb. So get out of here, Rosemary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good for protection, also from negative influences. So if your mother-in-law is coming, get some ginger going. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what your mother-in-law is. My mother-in-law. <laughs> your mother-in-law is awesome. Yeah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all uh, of the, the magic of pumpkin spice. I love it. Uh, I love it. Um, Aaron says when I put cinnamon, in, I put cinnamon in, in my coffee on grumpy days. I love cinnamon in coffee. I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what? Okay, so back to the. Um, negative spirits counting the bristles on the broom yeah if dawn rises then they can't enter your house so they're so busy counting that they forget the dawn is coming and then they can't come in cool i like that yes kimberly cardamom is also another herb that's similar to the pumpkin spice herbs Mm -hmm. i love cardamom i like to cook with cardamom it's wonderful me too my mom always stuck cloves in an orange on our kitchen window no idea why well it's it's for the smell like that is a natural air freshener, uh, an orange with cloves in it. Although it could have been a spell too, uh-huh. depending on you know why not. Yeah, yeah. Such fun stuff. So yeah, there are a lot of things we can do to welcome in fall, and um, yeah. you know, kind of embrace this time of year and yeah. use it as a positive. So I'm excited Absolutely. about that. Well, and here's some thoughts on some crystals for this oh, yes. time of year. So Fodden Quartz. Fodden, of course, is a tabulated uh, clear quartz that has a gas line through it. This is the coolest crystal. Christy has one of the best ones I've ever seen. And I do, and it's not, not it's accessible. Not grab it. mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have warned you. Uh, Fodden Quartz, uh, the gas line in it is a connection between us and other worlds or the other side. And so this time of year, as we do feel like uh, the veil is thinner and our loved ones are closer, Pod and Quartz helps to make that connection. So if you are, you know, for example, if you're like meditating on wanting to connect with someone who's passed, hold a Pod and Quartz and it helps to enhance that energy. And then Amber 
I just, there's something about amber in this time of year. I mean, obviously the color, the glow, you know, yeah. Amber to me, and I know all stones are ancient, but there's something about the ancientness of amber to me that just feels like this time of year. Yeah, the well, and just the color. The color, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's a big chunk of amber that belonged to our mom. Yeah. That I have, yeah. And then green adventuring. Oh, go ahead. I don't have any green adventuring sitting here, unfortunately. And my labradorite is too far to reach. But I know. So is mine. <laughs> green adventuring helps you to connect to the abundance of the harvest. Green adventuring is a stone of abundance. And so if you're ever working on manifesting more money or more of anything, green adventuring is a really good stone to work with. And then labradorite. And pretty much any infographic on crystals I make ever will probably have labradorite on it. <laughs> it is my favorite crystal of all time and I can't get enough of it. And there you go. But of course it's here because of the magic. The flash in labradorite is magic. And so it helps to connect you to the magic of this time of year. Also, I think really helps to help helps you to get into a more psychic state because it is a really psychic stone. So Oh yeah, so much so. Yeah. I love it. Very cool. Look at you and all your awesome infographics. <laughs> I know. I'm impressed. I, these are ones I pull up this time of year every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Kobe, um, your so your mother put the orange with the cloves in it next to her Buddha statue. So it's probably an offering. It's probably actually an offering to the Buddha. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that well, amber awesome? I know everyone's all jealous about this. That is a gorgeous piece. That is a cool piece of amber right there. I don't even remember where my mom got this. She's had it for, a, you know, she's had it for a long time. I, I kind of think that was her mom's. It might have been. Maybe I think that's come through the family for a while. Could have, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I know. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, and Amber's so cool because that's a big piece, and it feels mm -hmm. like nothing. Amber's yeah, so it's, light. It's, it's crazy. So light. Yeah, but it is a cool, big, cool piece. What are your thoughts on Moldavite? Um, boo. <laughs> I hate Moldavite, <laughs> but that's just my personal thought. So here's what happened with Moldavite. A while ago, Moldavite blew up on TikTok. There were a bunch of TikToks about if you really want to transform yourself, if you want to change your life, you got to get yourself some Moldavite, which could be true for some people. Some people really resonate with Moldavite. Some people don't. But what happened is that because of that, Moldavite got hard to find. Moldavite only happened in one part of the world. One time. And so... One time, yeah, this was a meteorite that crashed into the earth in Czechoslovakia, and the reaction of that crash and this what was in the soil created this green glass rock, basically, mm -hmm. and and they are really, really high vibrating. And but at any rate, moldavite is kind of expensive anyway, and there's a lot of fraud in the moldavite world mm -hmm. because it looks and feels like resin. It really does. And even real Moldavite does. And so a lot of people, uh, you know, buy Moldavite because they, you know, have heard all these cool things about it and they're getting fakes. So first of all, be really careful by Moldavite uh, to know that you're really getting the real deal. 
But what I noticed since Moldavite blew up on TikTok is that the price of it has gone through the roof. I saw at our local metaphysical store the other day, they had tiny little chips of Moldavite for $99. They've gotten super expensive, you know, because the uh, demand is there. But so Moldavite is a stone. Some people will feel really, really energized by it, get a real buzz from it. Other people can actually uh, have a physical reaction, headaches, uh, anger, just not feeling good around it. Yeah, I want to punch somebody with with uh, Moldavite. I had a necklace and I tried for a long time to like it. And I, mm -mm, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny. It's a stone that really divides people. People actually absolutely love it or really totally hate it. Mm -hmm. Kathy, I put clear quartz in my plants. Mm -hmm. And I keep selenite around my plants. Yeah, yeah. I need grumpy coffee, maybe. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I tried and tried and tried with that freaking moldavite, and it just, I just don't resonate with it. I just don't like it. And I know other people do, which is totally fine, but mm -mm. Mm -hmm. no, thank you. <laughs> okay, so we do have a little time for questions. If you've already posted one, please repost it so that we know that we see it and feel free to ask for a reading. We'll get to as many of you as we can. We do this show for an hour, um, but feel free to post those questions and we'll, we will do our best for you. Yes, I, I need grumpy coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Maybe that would have helped. I don't know. Right. Yeah. We're oh, traveling oh. this weekend. We'll have to get some grumpy coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Sad facts, no rocks in Southwest Florida. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Katie, why don't you take a look at GB? Today is my birthday, and I just wanted your impression about what this year might hold. Wow. Okay. Well, happy birthday, little Libra. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you just barely got in under the wire to be a Libra. I did. Sure did. While you are uh, talking with GB, I'm going to do some energy work for Tracy, who could just really use some light and magic. So I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. So GB, a couple of things come up for me for you this year. The, one of the biggest ones is community. I feel like you have been, you need community. It, it's a part of your makeup. But I feel like you've kind of gotten disenchanted with uh, some of the people that you would normally rub shoulders with or even the community that you might, uh, you know, typically spend time with and that you kind of need something new or different. I feel like that's a big push out of your comfort zone to do that. But I suspect that this year that you will find some new community. I feel like that could come in the sense of uh new class or a study group or even a church that resonates or, you know, even an online group. But I feel like new community coming in for you that resonates with you better now in the place that you're in currently in your life. So community is kind of the name of the game in that aspect. I feel like it's going to open up some new opportunities for you to serve because you really resonate with helping other people. You are generous to a fault. So always the warning for you to not give more than you have, you know, <laughs> and don't hurt yourself on the behalf of others. But um, yeah, an opportunity here for you to uh, find
find more ways to be of service in ways that really uh, fulfill you. So those are big ones and some new friends. I just think like overall, more support for you and more like-minded people for you coming in. And that might mean that you do have to get your fanny out of the house, you know, and you get around other people a little bit more. You might have to say yes and, and go places, you know, because <laughs> I know you, you'd kind of like to not do that. But that, that's what's coming. But I don't think it's going to be hard. I think you're going to have some uh, great opportunities. So I'm very excited for you. Love it. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk to Tracy, but while I'm talking to Tracy, Eliza would like a reading, but uh, they don't really have a question. So if you want to do just maybe a general, okay. what's going on there? And and while you're sure. doing that, Tracy, I did do an energy healing for you. There is such a pressure in your back and neck and sort of around your throat. And I did clear a lot of energy there. Um, I honestly can't decide if this is an actual physical problem. Or if this is coming from a relationship, or maybe it's both. So I did a bunch of releasing and healing in that area and brought your vibration up. So I, I think that's going to help you to feel better. Eliza, the second I tuned into you, I heard, go for it. And I went, wait, her or me, what? <laughs> <laughs> and what I was told, this was one of your guides said, that you have been feeling uh, compelled to start something new or put yourself out there in a way that you haven't in the past and that you need to go for it. You are so supported. I feel like you have so much support on the other side. It's just not even funny. So continue to ask for help. I feel like you're pretty good about doing that anyway, but that's the big message is go for it. So whatever's been bouncing around in there, it seems like the energy's right for it. I love that. Wait, me or her? What? I don't know. Right. Okay. Go for it. Go for what? <laughs> I'm gonna. Add, I'm gonna answer Lotus. Lauren would okay. like to know: Will I be ever be able to open up and let someone in my life again? Okay. Um, Lotus just does have positive feelings toward you. I'm not gonna say that they're super strong because they're not. There, there's positive energy. There's positive regard there, but there's not like a lot of passion behind that. So. Take that for what you will, but that's what I feel is a, there's positive regard, but it doesn't really go any further than that. Okay. Okay. Lauren, will I ever be able to open up and let someone in my life again? I actually feel like that's true, Lauren. I don't suspect this is going to be for two or three years, maybe even a little bit more. But what I see is somebody coming in that is so gentle and so quiet and I don't want to say meek because that seems wrong, but meek, you know, in that this person just feels to me like they're so gentle and so sweet uh, and so unassuming that it you, you kind of accidentally let your guard down and kind of let this person in without really uh, maybe realizing you're doing it. I feel like it's a very gentle process. And then suddenly you go, oh, God, look what I've done. And I'm really OK. So I do feel like that's coming for you. But all in good time. It's okay. There's no rush. You you are still obviously letting yourself heal. And that's good. Yeah, that definitely is. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk to Erin. Uh, but Michelle would like to know if there's any messages from her father. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, in the meantime, Erin, you asked what obstacles do I need to overcome before I meet my life partner? I feel like 
for you. I do feel like there's a worthiness issue here. And this is not that you're not worthy, but I feel like there's a worthiness of love issue that you have that comes from your childhood that needs to be worked out. My feeling is that you right now will push away the person that's really the best for you because you don't feel like you're good enough for them. So I want you to do a little work on that, a little journaling on where does that idea come from? Where did that come from in your early life that you aren't good enough for someone in some way? And do a little do a little work on that. Bring it to your conscious mind so that you can adjust it in um, ways that make sense to based on what you believe about yourself now. Because you have a you've got a conflict in there in your unconscious beliefs and your conscious beliefs. There's a, a mental conflict between those things. And you've got to resolve the unconscious first by identifying it and recognizing that it isn't actually your belief that it came from somebody else. That's a short answer. Okay. But I would be happy to work with you on that further. I do a lot of work with um, clearing old beliefs and unconscious beliefs. And if that's something you ever want to work on with me, you sure can. I'm going to change our banner right now. I realize I have the wrong one up. We got to have the one up that says how to get to Katie and I, if you would like True. a session with either of us. So yeah, Erin, it's something I would love to help you figure out. Okay, Michelle. So a couple of things that came forward from your dad. The first thing that he told me was that you, I wonder who you took care of or helped take care of in the you know, in their twilight, because I feel like, or even just, you know, kind of along the way, because he said that you had to, uh, you've had to take care of everybody else. And he wants to show you a lot of gratitude for that. He says that you have been, he said you had to be the adult in the room long before you were the adult and that you've always been good at recognizing other people's needs and taking care of them. He says that he wishes that he had more of an opportunity to take care of you that frequently your needs, uh, you know, tend to go by the wayside for what other people need from you. And he wants you to know that he does see that and recognizes that. And he wants you to know that he appreciates all of the sacrifices that you've made over the years for others. He says they have been vast, mostly your time, but uh, other things as well. Um, he shows me worry. He said he thinks that you're worrying. Uh, well, he said that you are in his words, a career worrier, but uh, <laughs> he said that he feels like he might be worrying about money or something along the, the, the tune, you know, worrying about uh, finances in some capacity. And he wanted you to know that he believes that things will always work out. He said things always have a way of working out in the end and, and he thinks things are going to be okay. So uh, wise guy, really wise guy. Nice. And I don't mean a wise guy. That came out really weird. Like, <laughs> not like a wise guy, like a wise guy. A wise man. There you there go. There you go. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to take Moonbeam's question. Can you take JR's question? Yeah. I don't really have a clear answer on JR, so that's why I'm punting it over to you. <laughs> um, JR, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing, but um, I, I think you should do your ancestry for sure. But I feel like there is some uh, Puerto Rican uh, ancestry here 
or uh, racial makeup. That's what you're asking, right? Uh, Puerto Rican comes up for me. Uh, I feel like there is, you know, just some plain old Caucasian in here. And I also feel like a little bit further back, there's some African-American blood in you as well. So those are the three things that came up for me. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you are, a, you're definitely a, a melting pot in your DNA. I would do your ancestry if I were you. I think it would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Going to get more that way for sure. Okay. okay, Katie, will you look at Berserker Lori's question while I'm answering Moonbeam? So Moonbeam, what I feel like here is that part of the problem is that you're trying to manifest too many things at once. I feel like you need to decide which is more important to you, your career um, growth right now, or is it your love life? Choose one and work on it. I feel like they work against each other in some ways because they both fight for your attention and your energy. And sometimes we can't work on, it doesn't mean you can't have a job. It just means you're going to kind of stay where you're at in that job for now so that you can work toward a relationship. And that's what I feel like is slowing things down for you. And so that's my recommendation. I feel like if you pick one and really work on it till you get what you want. And once you do, then work on the other. Okay. Thank you for that question. We always forget to say it, but I, I'm going to throw it out there that the super chat is on. If uh, you oh, yes, feel compelled is. to uh, send a few bucks our way, we appreciate it. Not required at all, but I uh, no, would always appreciate it. But we always forget to say it. So there, I said it. <laughs> okay. Berserker Loki said, I'm going to meet the person I've been talking to for almost a year. And I was wondering if things will work out between us. It's not guaranteed, but I, there's a really good chance of it. I feel like it's partly going to, the logistics are hard. The logistics are hard um, of like being able to come together in, you know, the same place and be able to uh, make something come together that way. As far as there being fireworks between you, oh yeah, there's plenty of passion. There's plenty of magic. It'll just be working out the logistical piece of, uh, you know, where do we live? Where do we work? Just all of those pieces that might, uh, that's what feels hard is the logistics. But uh, relationship-wise, I feel like this is good. It is a good thing. Yay. Yes, it is. Love it. Okay, I'm going to answer SY. While I'm answering SY, Sherry would like to know the name of her guides. So, SY, uh, do you pick up if the mentor I applied for mentorship from what she thinks about me, has she made her choice yet? If not, do you know when? Man, I hate giving bad news. But I have a really strong no that she is not going to choose you, that she has made her choice and it's someone else. She just didn't feel like you were the best fit. And so I ultimately feel like it's a good thing because you're going to get a mentor that is a better fit than this person. But um, yeah, I feel like she has made her choice and moved on. So, you know, keep looking. Find one that's a better fit for you. Yeah. Okay, Katie, do you have an answer for uh, Sherry? For who? Sherry? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, we had this conversation, right? <laughs> I'm just lost. Lost. Sorry. <laughs> Sherry, I'm going to look in. 
two females and a male. The male's name is David. He, <laughs> I've never had a guy tell me a whole name. They don't really, I mean, their names are whatever you call them in a sense, but he said his name is David Hansen. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I've never heard a guy give a last name before. That's just cracking me up. Oh, wow. So you got David Hansen on board. <laughs> That's just funny. All right. So we have David and then of the women. David has got to be some kind of connection to you. He's a musician. He has these long fingers and he shows me playing the piano. But he is a guide. He's not like a past loved one. He's a guide. But anyway, he's a musician. And is super excited to get an opportunity to talk to us. Uh, but let's get the women's names. Sarah and Maria. So they've all played different roles in your life. Like they've been closer to you, Sherry, at different times, depending on what was happening in your life, you know, kind of what their, uh, what their strengths are, you know? And I feel like Sarah was your guide. She was much stronger in your life when you were younger. Maria came in when you were in your early twenties. And I feel like David's always been there. He just, um, He's pretty protective over you, but he also, like, there's, he's very rich in his energy. He's really loving. He's really uh, creative. Uh, he feels like you, honestly, in a lot of ways. So, yeah. So, David, Sarah, and Maria. David Hansen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Guides never give a last name. I don't know. I've never heard that either. I've never heard that before. So funny. I don't know why I think that's so funny. It just cracked me up. Maybe Took it means anything that we don't know, though. Right. <laughs> that's really cool. That's it. Yep. Yeah. So Megan says, I've lost my passion since my kids left the house. I've been a mom since I was 17. Our last two kids just graduated and moved out this year. I'm lost. What direction do you see me taking? Here's the thing. You are a very nurturing person. And so taking that love of people out into the world is exactly where you're going to be the happiest. And like you said, you'd like to earn some more money in a creative way outside my current job. I feel like some volunteering to start with mm -hmm. at a shelter or a group home, something like that, somewhere where you can nurture other people, Megan. I feel like that part of you is still very much there, even if your children aren't there to be nurtured. So I feel like you need to look in that direction and honestly give yourself some time to figure it out because your whole identity has been about your kids. Yeah. It's going to take you some time, but okay. find something that you really feel passionate about and that you, you know, can give your heart to like you have your children and you're going to find it there, but I, it's going to be nurturing people. I know it is. Oh, yeah. You have such a need to give and do and yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, that is everything. Oh, GB, the cold reads for our membership. That is the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. Mountain. Uh, that will be our live stream. So we'll be doing it again in October on the second Tuesday. That's part of our membership on YouTube uh, where we cold read uh, cases, cold cases. Really quick, let's grab this question from Melissa. Oh, she said, yes, my great-grandfather was accused of a crime in and died in prison. Do you think he was guilty back in 1928? No, I do not. I don't. I do feel like he was guilty of something. 
I don't feel like he was guilty of the crime he was accused of. Yeah, some involvement, so, some presence during something. He, he did make actual... a mistake. Yeah, but he didn't actually do the thing that he was convicted of. No. Yep. No, yep. I agree. All right, you all, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Of course, you can find Katie over at one2listen.com and you can schedule with me at truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com because, of course, working with people is what we do every single day and we would love to work with you further. We will be back with pop-ups this weekend and regular cases next week and all of the other stuff that we always do, but we just want to say we love you all and we really appreciate you being here you we enjoy oh, yeah. the, the psychic hour very much so it's such a great place to commune you know it is it really is i don't even you have all... to talk about anyone getting murdered or... no we don't <laughs> for one whole night <laughs> well y'all know it we are true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters thanks for being here take care mm-hmm.